Hi, everybody. Well, it is time for another Awesome Women podcast. And today we are going to have a chat to the fabulous Natasha. Hey, Natasha. Hey, Amanda. How are you going today? Good, thank you. Now, for our listeners out there, this is a special podcast recording, video recording, all about um, Queensland Mental Health Week when it comes up. So today, Tasha and I are going to have a chat about work-life balance. Can we have it all, Tash? I think at times... You can have it all, but I think it's a matter of the times of balancing it right so that um, that your all doesn't crumble around you before you know it. Nice. So, so, and I mean, I guess there's going to be days where, you know, there might be a project at work and you need to finish that. And so you're going to stay back a couple of hours or do a little bit extra that you may not normally do. And the families will just, you know, have to wait for you to come home. But then there's going to be times in your family, right, that, you know, you might have a, um, a school recital or you might become a grandma or all these things and you want them to take priority. It is. And I think the big thing with the work-life balance is actually um, getting yourself organised um, and actually looking ahead, uh, make, making sure that you know what you're doing and where you're doing it and how you're doing it. Um, there is nothing, I guess, worse than running into, as you said, a recital and you're the parent who's walked in the door at the last moment and everyone's turned around and had a look at you because you're finalising something at work which you need, know you needed to finalise. Um, so I think it's that trying to get the balance. I don't think there's any perfect recipe to get a work-life balance um, with a family or even without a family correct. Yeah. Um, but it is about getting yourself a little bit more organised, which I probably have learned a little bit more over the last couple of years of getting that balance. Um, I have older children at the moment um, and there is a different balance now as opposed to younger children. Um, they are still on the phone needing things 24-7 and as they get older, that 24 hours a day becomes more 24 hours a day at 3 o'clock in the morning they need to lift home from somewhere. So, And I think the other thing for a work-life balance is really having a one-on-one with your team and your manager to say, well, this is where I'm at in my life and this is what I'm going to need to balance my end to work for your end. So I think having a really open conversation from day one about where you are at mm-hmm. will, will assist in getting a bit of a better work-life balance. If you walk in and pretend everything's okay and that, you know, your job's going to be the B end and all end and that's what you're going to do 24-7, then you might get a, a rude shock within a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. And do we have that conversation with our family too? I definitely do over the time, like I have, that especially as my kids have got older, um, they know now that I've sort of stepped back into work a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids have obviously always known that I had to balance things. Um, I think, as you know, I have a, a brother with high physical support needs, so they are pretty used to me leaving the house at two in the morning when he's been taken to hospital. So I have a very different life balance in that sense. Um, So I've been really fortunate enough to have kids that have, I guess, run with the punches along the way. So, yeah. yeah. But I think definitely having a chat with your kids at the beginning of the week and going, by the way, remember, I'm not home on Wednesday night. You'll need to get a train (laughs) is definitely an important thing. If they're ringing you at three o'clock going, mum, I'm at school, where are you? Um, Yeah, it's not going to work well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, Tash, tell us about um, your day job. I mean, you've got a lot of different hats. You wear a lot of different hats. Um, For those of you who are listening and have listened to our previous podcasts, um, you know Tash's um, story. Um, And for those who haven't, Tash, do you want to give us like a 
don't know, can we condense it into a couple of minutes? <laughs> <laughs> so um, as you said, I have spoken with you guys before um, in the role of a carer for my brother yep. and the story of my brother who had an accident that required 24-hour care. I followed my passion with that and I was fortunate enough to be able to become a team member at Young Care mm -hmm. um, and I work in the Young Care Connect team. Um, Young Care itself provides um, housing for people with high physical support needs that who need 24-hour care mm -hmm. and they also provide essential grants for people again with high physical support needs that may slip through the system with the NDIS or their funding doesn't quite cover everything they're needing and we provide grants for up to $10,000 for people yep. in the category. My role itself, I do a little, as you said, I do, do have a, a few different hats in the Connect team. I also meet with some of the families um, before they go into their new homes. Uh, I do a lot of the pre-resident uh, surveys so we can get an understanding of where they've been, what their journey is, um, how hard it's been for them over the years. And then as they transition into a young care home, we obviously do catch up with the families, you know, every three, every six, every 12 months, just to make sure that, they, that it's all working for them, that they're actually starting to live their life the way they want to live it and that there's no sort of hurdles along the way. It is a big change and it is a big transition, not only for the residents, but also for um, the family members that might have been caring for someone for like, you know, the last 20 years, all of a sudden they've got to let go. So there is a whole sort of transition process which we try to make as smooth as possible. Mm -hmm. um, and also another one of my roles is I am out there with the Young Care Connect team at all of the expos, um, out and about. I guess we're out there trying to find the families that aren't aware of Young Care or you know, they've been slipped through the system and they don't feel that they've got the support or the care that they're needing. So we're out and about at different places. We do a lot of um, events as well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not in the events team itself, but I'm more than happy to always help out with the events team whenever they're needing it. They do some run, some fantastic large events. So, I mean, as Young Care itself, we just, we run as a team. We, yeah. we may have separate teams, but we run as an actual team itself. So, and then, yeah, Amongst all that, I help within the Connect team itself with Sarah and Shane who are in the team just wherever they needed. So a bit of a, a bit of an all-rounder with the hats on. Obviously, having personal family experience, I have the empathy for the family members um, when they're moving in or when they're in the house to, to sort of be able to understand it and, and explain to them how the process is going to work. So I, I love that side of it being able to work with the other families, knowing that they're taking a, a step that's going to change their family member's life forever. And like you said, being able to reassure them, right, you, you, you know, there's lots of emotion going around. Yes. You know, finally there's freedom for the young person that gets to have their own home. Yes. Um, and on some level there's freedom for mum and dad too have been those carers, but there's also that, I guess, heartache or um, reserve, like there's a lot of words and a lot of emotions there, I guess, that they're, they've got to let go. They're not quite sure. Lots have been promised and is it all going to happen? That's correct. And as I said, it is that them learning to let go and learning for them to have their own life. I mean, it was my, I'm an example of it. I've been able to now go back to work and, and not be so much you know, making sure that my brother is okay 24-7 hours. Although I didn't care for him at home, he was in a um, rehab hospital room, I was there nearly every second day all the time checking that he was okay. 
Yeah. Um, so for me, it's being able to tell that story also to these new families of how much things can change and relating to those other families, I think, has been, been a really lovely transition for, for me going back into the workforce and for them moving into their new homes as well. Yeah, cool. And you did mention that Younger have some great events and they do. They they know how to put an event on, that is for sure. <laughs> um, and Tash, at Christmas time, I'm not sure if you're doing it this year again, but you have um, gift wrappers at different stores. We do. We are definitely doing our gift wrapping this year and we are still looking for some volunteers yeah. out there. It is going to be across a few shopping centres. Um, they'll be definitely out at Brook, um, Brookfield, yep, Brookfield Shopping Centre. Yeah. Um, Obviously, we used to go out to the Toomble Shopping Centre, but obviously at this stage, that's not um, going to be available. But we are in working with other shopping centres at this time. So generally, it will run from the 1st of December to around about the 22nd of December. Yeah. And we love having our um, Young Care Red Mollies out there wrapping presents all for a good cause. It is a lot of fun. I, I go every year to wrap some presents. Um, I'm learning lots of tricks about that. But <laughs> you got to wrap the round so, ball, yeah, right? If, so if anybody is interested at all in the Christmas wrapping for yeah. Young Care, please get, this, um, get in touch with us. You can log on to the Young Care website, which is just www.youngcare.com.au, yeah. or you can bring our 1800 844 727 number. Um, and, yeah, we can link you up with our lovely events team who can organise it. But, uh, yeah, we have some great, great gift wrappers that come back every year. And it is a lot of fun. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Fantastic. Well, Tash, thank you very much for sharing um, your work-life balance, how you get it all. I'm going <laughs> to say right, you know, like, you know, it's not always perfect, right? Unicorns oh, and roses. No, definitely not all perfect. Um, I'm not sure you, you can ever get a perfect life balance. And with especially when you're working, um, as I said, I think it is just a matter of, Trying to be a bit organised, having open conversations at both ends. And when it doesn't go right, I think just accepting that that's life and tomorrow is a new day and start again. And, and nothing, I, yeah, yeah we've got to be kind to ourselves, right? Yeah, we've, yeah. And if we need to take a couple of hours out from life, I'm going to put in inverted commas, then do it. Send us kids to school, then go back home and, you know, don't worry about the washing. Don't worry about the dishes. It's nah. all going to be fine. Just take a couple of hours for you to do whatever it is. Some people like to run marathons. That's not my particular thing. <laughs> um, but, you know, if it's going home with the, your favourite tub of ice cream and watching your favourite movie with no interruptions, then do it. Yeah, I 100% agree, agree on that. I think you need to keep your own interests as well. Um, if it is, like you said, the type of ice cream in a movie, then a type of ice cream movie is fine. If it is walking up a mountain or it is going to a half-hour yoga session that just clears your mind and resets you for the day, I think that is something that everyone just needs to have a look at. And I think it's something also you can guide if you are with a family or not even with a family, within your own workplace, if you can see somebody that is having a harder day or a harder week or without intruding on their personal things, um, you know, maybe pass them the Tim Tams for the day and just yeah. you know, make them a cup of tea and um, just let them know it's going to be okay because I guess, you know, bad things happen in the well all the time um, and if you can just be, like you said, just then be kind to someone with a cup of tea and a packet of Tim Tams, it's going to make their day and you know, tomorrow's a better day. Yeah, absolutely. Sun comes up again tomorrow, right? So yeah. 
Yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you very much for your time, Tash. We'll share all the links for Young Care um, to help with that gift wrapping and have a little bit of fun in that festive season and uh, have a fabulous day. Lovely. Thanks so much, Amanda, and have a lovely day. See ya. Bye.